Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are covering uh, Eurovision Song Contest, the uh, story of uh, Fire Saga. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many like story saga things in there. It gets kind of common. Just Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, it is such a log name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the reason we say that is so you know that we're not, we're doing the Netflix movie and not the actual Eurovision Song Contest. That would be so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because it didn't happen this year. Uh, yeah, they were so. I think the the release was supposed to line up, like yeah. it was supposed to launch at the same time, and they were like, "Well, this is now impossible. Launch it anyway. Let's go." These bastards are bored at home, starved. Okay, star craving entertainment. Get that content out there. But now, yeah, before we get into anything, because this yeah. this movie got a lot of mixed reviews, okay? okay? It seemed like people couldn't really decide um, whether it was good or not. Fair. What are your feelings on this? Uh, I thought it was better than I expected it to be. Uh, I think I've said on this before, like, I sort of checked out of Will Ferrell for a long time, like, mm. uh, where, like, I know what he's going to do. He's just going to be kind of crazy and over the top. So him <laughs> pretending to be, like, an an Icelandic um, pop singer. I was just like, yeah, I feel like this is kind of blades of glory all over again. You know, like all Mm -hmm. those, like he's just being ridiculous. Uh, And then cat kind of like put it on in the background one day. And like, I was, you know how you like half watch something. Oh yeah. You know, you're on your phone. And then I was just like, Oh, this is actually better than I thought it was going to be. So yeah, that's, that's my, that's my take on it. How about you? Yeah. I, I feel like uh, I agree with the reviews where I can't decide. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I want, Okay, here's the thing. Is that there are large chunks of this where I'm kind of like, all right. You know what I mean? Like, sure. There are large parts of this plot where I was like, okay, none of this is surprising, revealing. Like, I, the second... The second the uh, one of the our, our main villains uh, who we will get to, as soon as he says that uh, the whole town, like he's like, we're going to bankrupt Iceland. I was like, oh, OK, so he's going to he's about he's, to do something real bad. Like yeah. I like the, just the second he said I was just like, I'm already the second the boat blew. There was just like a lot of moments where I was like. All right. And I know it's not supposed to be like a mystery or anything. It is very much a comedy, but it is also two hours. Okay. It's a two hour comedy. So like if you can sprinkle in maybe a little more misdirect or a little more mystery for me, I think this would have flown a little better. Uh, But there are definitely pockets and scenes where I'm like, that's super funny. And I really like that. So, I mean, overall, meh, meh, yeah. if you like Will Ferrell, watch it. If you don't yeah. like Will Ferrell, don't watch it. That's, uh, yeah, I that's guess where that's I'm it. at. I if, guess you want, if you want to move with a couple kind of really good, funny, lighthearted moments, you don't have to think too hard about this movie. Oh, no, 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 uh, no, no, no. Requires about three, four brain cells. Like, it, <laughs> if you can allot those for two hours, you're golden. You're going to get it. You're good. Uh, but I guess for those people who haven't seen it, uh, I guess a quick uh, plot rundown is basically um, 
uh, what are their names? Uh, Rachel McAdams, and Will Sigrid and Lars. Sigrid and Lars are uh, from this uh, small town in Iceland, and their dream is to be in the Eurovision Song Contest. Um, the joke is that they're not very good. Uh, they get into the Icelandic competition by chance. Literally, they just pick a record from the a box to uh, fill out the twelve contestants. Uh, they fail miserably, but then everyone else dies. All the other good artists die in a boat explosion, so they get sent to Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, while they're there, there's kind of like this, uh, uh, you know, will they or won't they? Uh, uh, Secret really wants to get with uh, Lars, and like he's like, no, it's for the music. Uh, so they kind of split off and like kind of hook up with other people, uh, but not really. And uh, they keep embarrassing themselves at the song contest and kind of, they don't win at the end, but they've got like... It's a moral they, victory. They, yeah, they do their <laughs> thing. And it uh, turns out that the, uh, the, main, the, uh, the guy who blew up the boat, that, that yeah, there's a guy that blew up the boat. I don't know how else to say it. Victor. <laughs> Victor, Victor, yes. Uh, who doesn't want the song contest to happen. Uh, and, uh, yeah, does that, I mean, does that summarize it pretty much? Like there's Alexander, the Russian guy. Oh yeah. So, I mean, we've got, okay. So in this movie, we kind of have one thing I do like about this movie is we do kind of have like a, a medley of like villains slash kind of not villains. It's, um, we really got a mix here. Okay. Now, obviously there is one person here. I, I believe now we'll see what Craig has to say. (laughs) But I believe pretty indefensible. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to be on board with blowing up a boat full of people. Okay. Now, this man's motivation is that um, if – so essentially they have this star played by uh, Demi Lovato, okay, who who is Icelandic. They're like, we're going to win the Eurovision contest this year. We've got a ringer. This girl's going to kill it. Uh, and essentially like their finance ministers like this, we can't let this happen because we're going to literally bankrupt Iceland. Yeah. The, uh, the line for- he said is so great because I mean, I feel like I'm going to be defending him a lot more than you did. Ooh. It's like maybe a town of 15,000 people lacks the infrastructure to host 43 countries and half a million people. And I was just like, that is such a practical stance to take. I fucking love it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I will say I, I think there's a couple other steps between that and blowing up a boat full of people. Like there's, there's a, (laughs) there's a judge we could bribe, but there's something else that could, you know what I mean? There's some red tape you could put up in front of these people (laughs) instead of just like, you know what? Let's blow them up. Fuck it. (laughs) Let's wipe out all of our small country's talent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, That's what I was just going to say. I'm like, you, you just killed all of your artists, <laughs> you're like all in one swing. Okay. Um, I mean, this guy does, does die. He does get killed <laughs> by some elves, which yes. is honestly <laughs> to me. And if you haven't seen this movie, I'm sorry. Like you should, if you're going to watch it, don't listen to this shit. Cause we're going to spoil the shit out of this. I mean, but I think like, we already gave you a plot. Oh yeah. Told we you already, how it ends, so. Yeah. But like the elf thing, absolutely destroyed me dude i love that so much because one of this one of the running jokes through this through this movie is that secret believes in elves and lars does not and he has this like turning point where he's like oh you know what i'm gonna 
Secret believes in the elves. I'm going to go drop off something for the elves before I go and reunite. And uh, Victor tries to kill him because he he cannot have any contestants in this in this yeah. race, or they'll uh, bankrupt the country. You know, instead of like pulling him aside and being like, "Hey, um, just do what you do. <laughs> just just keep going, buddy." You know what I mean? Like, there's I can't understand this guy. Anyway. Goes to kill him, and an elf, supposedly, we, we are led to believe that elves uh, stab this guy in the back. <laughs> I t- yeah, a little blade shoots out of a tiny door where the or- <laughs> elves supposedly live, and then slams shut again. Listen, uh, dude, I don't know if I'm starved for entertainment, but I laugh for like two minutes. That's a great sh- moment. That's a, <laughs> I mean, it, it brings up some very disturbing realities that the, uh, that the uh, elves are real, and therefore, uh, they are taking actions to make all this happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be that uh, the elves are responsible for uh, Victor's uh, deciding to blow up the boat. Mm. Oh, okay. All right. right. I see what we're doing here, Craig. <laughs> we're digging. We're digging. Yeah. Okay. You could argue that. <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the turn of events are is that uh, Sigrid uh, mm-hmm. is like, or sorry, sorry. First, Victor's like, this will bankrupt the country. We can't afford this. Yep. Then Secret goes to find the elves and is like, uh, please, anything, make this happen any way possible. And then Victor blows up the boat. So my thought is, I don't know how elves work. Do you know how elves work? I think you'd be <laughs> lying if you said you did. Uh, <laughs> so... And, and Victor says he does not believe in elves. He says it's very strange and stuff. So that would make me lead to believe that he is susceptible to their influence, right? That he has not curried favor with these elves. Mm-hmm. And Sigurd even says when the boat blows up, she goes, oh, the elves have gone too far. Yes. So I think the real villain of this movie is the elves. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> uh, but before we get too far into that, there are a couple of other villains, as you mentioned. So uh, we we have our Russian uh, villain. Hey, what what comedy movie would this be if there was not a Russian villain? Obviously, as yeah, yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as 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 uh, an American movie is to do. <laughs> um, Alexander, uh, and he is. Um, I guess not a villain at all, in my opinion, quite frankly. <laughs> I I don't think he does. I, I'm, I'm going to see what you have to say on this, Craig, but what, is there anything you think he does wrong? Not like villainous wrong. Um, no, I think, well, and uh, I will say, I think the movie, I think it's an intentional mislead. Mm, yes. Is like, you're like, oh, this is the guy who's trying to uh, steal Secret away. Um, you know, he just cares about, because he's smitten by her or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's driving Lars and her apart. But like, holy fuck, is he right? Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> and like, literally, every time he gives her a piece of advice, every time he gives her an offer, I'm like, girl, run! <laughs> You're Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell's turning you down. Run, girl, run. Okay, do not walk. This is, I'm sorry, most unbelievable part of this movie. I'm like, that fine-ass 
Rachel McAdams being turned down by Will Ferrell's crooked teeth. I was like, no, inexcusable, inexcusable. Uh, Yeah, man. Rachel McAdams, one of the prides of Canada. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, they even had a flag up at the end there on the credits. Oh, I honestly, uh, my boyfriend was walking through and he went, oh, I didn't know Rachel McAdams was Canadian. And I was like, oh my God. I had this moment where I was like, oh, I've, 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 I've failed as a Canadian. This is our one job is to let everyone know who else is Canadian. And I have not done this. This is, this is inexcusable. Okay. I told him, I was like, listen, there's a reason why the notebook is so important to us. Okay. There's a reason. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause they're both Canadian. Oh yeah, buddy. Oh Don't yeah. Think I that never wasn't thought clocked. About- I by every woman in this country. <laughs> I never thought about that, but you're right. Uh, and then James Marsden gets <laughs> fucking shit on. Uh, <laughs> as he is wont to do from yes. Sonic the Hedgehog to X-Men to the Notebook. <laughs> Fuck you, James Marsden. But this isn't about James Marsden. No. Um, yeah, I... Oh, okay, so while we're talking about Alexander, because mm-hmm. I... Um, I think the, the the one criticism you could kind of have against him is that he is very brutally honest about uh, no one's going to vote for you, which I think is it tries to set him up as being a bit of a, a dick or like a superior, you know, like mm-hmm. he thinks mm-hmm. he's better than everyone else. Um, but that's also said in the context where he shows up and they even say, oh, why are you here? You're not performing tonight. This isn't your round. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, I just came to support you. And when she's worried, when she's stressing out about, we're going to fail, we're going to fuck up, he's like, don't worry about it. You're not going to get any votes anyway. And that's supposed to be a dick move. I don't think that's a dick move. I think you could <laughs> interpret it like that, but I think that's just kind of honesty of like, listen, you, we are competing at different levels you are the by far the underdog you were 12th place in iceland a ship blew up (laughs) (laughs) and that's why you're here do you think that's mean i don't know okay my problem is is i have this mental block as a performer because i i feel like i'm too biased to be able to judge this scene properly because okay. if some, because I only picture myself, okay. Like anytime I, somebody's about to go on stage, I because I, I don't know if this makes me a fucking narcissist, which I mean, probably I'm a comedian. Like, what are you gonna do? Uh, but, but I always picture myself in that moment. You know what I mean? Like right before you're about to get on sure. stage. And if somebody told me like before a competition or something, like, oh, don't worry about it. There's no way you're gonna win. I guess it would really all depend who said that to me. Because if you're saying that to me, like you you and me were in the back or whatever, and we know that there's like a favorite here, and we sure. know that there's no way that I'm going to win, then that's more like, do it for you. Have fun. Yeah. Okay? And so I could absolutely argue that point. I totally get that. Okay? Because that's like a friendship moment. That's a moment of like, listen, like you just got to do you right now because like there's like this whole system's rigged. There's nothing you can do. Go out there, do you think? Yeah. Uh, in which case, that is a very kind and very encouraging thing to say. But it really all depends 
on that bond. I guess you, I think you could argue it here. I think, I, I think it is absolutely passable as uh, it could be construed as a kind comment. Well, yeah. And I mean, I, I'm sure you have been in situations where you are in beyond your depth. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where? <laughs> yeah. Just try every day. I wake up and I'm like, fuck. Oh man. Oh, we're at this depth again today. Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's just it is nice to know like that um, that people are competing at different levels, right? Like, yeah. like there are people who the biggest accomplishment is that they've made it there. That's good. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. That's great. And I will say. Uh, I love that he doesn't at any point hold that against them. He invites them to his party. He mm-hmm. introduces them to the other contestants. He is telling you who's good and who's bad, who has the chances, who's rumored this, who's rumored that. He treats them excellently, both Lars and Secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, he treats them like equals right away. Like you're in this contest. We're not, we're not, I'm not going to be like, pfft. These fucking Icelanders, uh, you know, just, oh, they they lucked in, therefore they're not good as us. He's like, hey, here's some professional contacts. Here is the party. Uh, let me introduce you to these famous, successful people. She can really sing. He's a good songwriter. Let's keep going. Like, it's, so for him to, like, do all that and then show up and be like, relax, you're not going to get any votes anyway. I, I say is fine. <laughs> Yeah, man, I, I, I kind of, this guy, this guy checks out for me, okay? Because I think there's also a big thing here where at the end, okay, so it's kind of revealed to us that this, this guy is uh, gay, okay? Yes, but cannot Um, say so because... Because he's Russian. Right, doesn't Which, um, I'm sorry, super valid reason. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Really a super duper valid reason. And I don't, I think the thing is, is to me in the movie, they kind of tone it like, oh, see, like, look at this bad guy. Like he was like trying to trick this woman. Yeah. And, and I'm like, mm, I I think in the plot, like, like if, if I, if you just told me that story, like point, like, just like, okay, so there's this Russian guy, he's going to take this woman all around the world He's going to make her famous. They're going to make music together. She's going to get, live a very, you know, lush life. This, this woman's this woman's middle-aged, never had sex. Okay. <laughs> or I have to assume. Okay. That's kind of the way the plot line's written. Okay. Yeah. Is that this woman's never been with anybody. Gotta tell you, this is a much better offer than what's on the table for you right now. Okay. Oh. And I cannot, I can't. Uh, I can't think of how that could be construed as like, oh, look at this guy. He's like, it's bad because he's denying his own sexuality and trying to pull somebody else into it. And I'm like, well, I get that, but I can't, I, I think he's got a really good reason. <laughs> and <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> and the, the offer is so generous. It's, it's, I, and, and, and sincere too, because he's like, I like how you sing. I like the songs you write. I want mm-hmm. to tour with you. I wanted you to be a famous star. Yeah. Like that's and and the second that you realize that he's gay, which on second watching, you're like, they laid into that so heavy. Uh there's there's entire scenes where you're like, oh, that's what that was about. Uh I'm I honestly, not so- the entire movie, I just thought he was bisexual. Yeah. I did I just I read him as bisexual the whole time because I was just like, oh, okay, like clearly 
clearly it's both. Like, I just assumed it's both, to be yeah. honest with you. And okay, I was like, sure. well, there's there's no problem with that, obviously. Like, you can get it. You know what yeah. I mean? But, do, but it, the, do it up. And the second that it's sort of revealed that there is no sexual motivation to anything that he is doing, you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, well, that, that wipes the slate totally clean. And the best advice he gives, and so many people in this movie tell Secret this, mm-hmm. and I agree with it 100%. Lars is a fuck up. You can do better. He's holding you back. Yeah. Like, why? Okay. Just to, just to like, complete the circle, why, as an audience, would we judge uh, this man, Alexander, why would we judge him for doing what Lars has been doing for years? Like, he's literally doing it for three days where he's like, okay, like, I'm offering you something, but I, I probably won't be able to offer you anything more sexual. Why does that make him evil when Lars has been doing this for 40 years? Yeah. Like, that's literally what he does. He's like, I, I bring you over here for partnership. I want to use your talents, but I don't think we should ever do anything more. But then is upset if she's with anybody else. Like, oh, he's a, are he is literally, okay. Lars Will is Ferrell, a piece of shit. Oh, he is. <laughs> I, and we're, oh my, I have so much to say on this, but he is truly easily like, other than obviously the guy that blows up everybody, okay, exclude <laughs> Which the him. elves made him do. Okay, <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna exclude this guy, okay, from this like evil talk. And I also right. would like to talk about how like his dad's evil. Uh, ah, Pierce uh, like Brosnan. His, he's he's yeah. he's a villain that we would like. I, I would also like yeah, to yeah, touch yeah. on. I do want to talk about him. But it he Lars is such a gigantic piece of shit the entire movie. And then like the last five minutes kind of gets it together, but is still a huge piece of shit. And um, the fact that he's not the villain in this movie is hilarious. Like it's absolutely astounding. Um, Well, and, and talking very quickly about his dad for a second. Okay. Yeah. uh, uh, Eric, um, played by Pierce Brosnan which is, is hilarious because like Pierce Brosnan has aged so well oh yeah and they, and, they like, play it off that he's a very <laughs> handsome man yeah but standing beside Will Will Ferrell's oh. like I'm your son I'm like that's hilarious dude I love that <laughs> that's, that's so fucking funny <laughs> like there's not one plan you know what I mean yeah, but the real villainous part about him is supposedly being that he's crushing his son's dreams by saying, stop it with the music. Uh, I don't want to watch you on the Eurovision. You're going to embarrass yourself. You're going to embarrass me. You're going to embarrass the whole town. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, it's like, oh, he's a soul-crushing, unfeeling old dad. Uh, also, at the beginning, he says, the bank called. Um, I don't have enough money to keep the boat or the house. And Will Ferrell goes, oh, that's so sad. You got to get rid of the boat. He's like, no, the boat makes me money. I'm selling the house. And Will Ferrell goes, I live there. And his dad's <laughs> like, yeah, you're a middle-aged man. Go go get a job. Um, so perfectly fine. But his insistence that he's going to embarrass himself or embarrass the town or embarrass other people is entirely borne out. Consistently, oh. Will Ferrell's character Lars is embarrassing uh, himself and Secret uh, by doing all these crazy hamster wheel things. He's changing songs. He's uh, falling off stage. He's you know he's locking himself out of the song contest. He's showing up 
I guess that didn't happen. I was going to be like, it's a Will Ferrell movie. He shows up naked at some point, but I guess it actually <laughs> didn't. <laughs> I love it. You're just, your mind assumed it was there. You're like, you must, must be. Dig. Eurovision um, Song Contest, old school. Yeah, they all just kind of blend together. Well, yeah. So to kick it back. Okay, so we open up the movie with basically a scene. We've got um, Pierce Bros. It, it's like back in time. You know what I mean? This uh, We've got little Will Ferrell. Little Rachel McAdams, Pierce Brosnan looking fine as hell, as always. Um, I honestly, I I had not, I did not think this man was attractive until this movie. I know that sounds fucking crazy. Okay. Like really? He, he never did it for me before this movie. And now, honestly, I'm like, giddy up. Like, yeah. I don't know if he James. just needed to hit a certain age. I don't know if we're hitting something psychologically in my mind, but Wow. <laughs> Good for you. Anyway, or maybe it's just because he's standing beside Will Ferrell the entire movie. Maybe that's it. <laughs> that might be it, actually. I, love, I think we've. I think we found it. <laughs> I love. I love how in your brain, there's no category where like you don't sexualize them. You're just like, well, it's got to be one or the other. So clearly, here's <laughs> frosting. Yeah, we got to be here for something, Craig. Come on. There's no zero on this scale. It's yeah. <laughs> I mean, also Victor, but that's just a whole other thing. Oh, anyway. Uh, actually, you know what? I see it. Have you seen oh, Sex Ed? Yes. And yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. giddy up. Okay, yes. Oh, my God. After Sex Ed, I'm like, you can sign me up for eternity. You're the hottest man alive. Yeah. Also, uh, um, I don't know the uh, his uh, the woman that plays opposite of him, like the lead's mom. I can't remember her name. But she is also an absolute dime. Oh, Julian like, Anderson? Is that her name? I don't. Yeah, I, from the X Files. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Julian Anderson. Oh. So. Oh. So. Yum. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How did we get a? What's going on? Okay. Uh, where are the, we? The actor. Uh, <laughs> Jesus <girl>. Christ. <laughs> Uh, this uh, I'll be honest, uh, Rebecca, I didn't think this movie would be one we had to go with the yum scale for, but uh, <laughs> here we are. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's just so many triple yums. So, so, oh, this <laughs> just, is a triple yum? Oh. Victor? Vi- Victor is absolutely a triple yum. I give him the triple yum stat. After yeah. sex ed, like, there's just sometimes there's a role... That yeah. cannot be forgotten. You know what I mean? Uh, um, yeah, I think uh, I think one I'd throw into that category would be. Um, uh, did you see uh, uh, Fleabag second season? Mm, pr- no, I did priest? not. No. <laughs> okay, so it's the same guy who plays Moriarty in uh, in Sherlock. Have you seen that? Yes. Um, and he is absolutely fucking terrifying in that. Where you're like, mm-hmm. well, that's all I can ever see. Yeah, uh, you are a fucking psychopath and so scary, and that's all I'm ever going to be able to see you in. And when he did the uh, the his role, his name was literally the hot priest uh, mm. in the show, and you're like, oh, oh, you're charming as fuck. Oh, this this is this has changed in many people's minds. I think at this point, but anyway. <laughs> oh my god, we have been inside for too long. I think. <laughs> Something. Oh, uh, no. All right. Anyway, so Pierce back to dead, not yeah. sexualizing everyone for some <laughs> reason. I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, anyway, 
Back to why his dad is not a dick in my mind. First of all, the first scene we open up on, I think we need to keep in mind, I do think it's too much. Like, you shouldn't yell at a child not to dance. But I would say in the, um, you have to keep in mind that this guy's wife just died. Like, it's probably not just the kid that's sad. He's probably also pretty sad. Um, And then we cut to, like, 40, 50, you know what I mean? Middle-aged Will Ferrell. He's still living in your house. He hangs out with a woman that he never seems to get with, even though she throws herself out pretty much. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like... And that's something that kind of bothered me about this movie is there was one scene, I can't remember exactly where it is, but they're kind of talking about, oh, it's right after um, uh, she thinks he's, uh, that Lars has slept with another woman. Okay, and she's very upset. And the other woman's having a chat with her and is like, well, why don't you make, you should you should tell him, you should make your intentions known. And I'm like, pretty sure she has been though. Oh, yeah. I, that wasn't she's really been- a moment for me where I was like, Oh yeah, of course this is great advice. I'm like, she's almost been screaming this at him. I don't think this is like subtle communication. <laughs> she tried to kiss him. Like, would you, <laughs> and then kind of protested when he was like, Oh no, like we shouldn't. She's like, Oh, like, you sure? Like, like are you sure? On. Like, come you know what I mean? Um, Oh yeah. So like, you I could don't, do better, girl. you could do uh, don't you so, don't need to deal with that shit. Then this whiny man child, okay, that has a temper tantrum about every 15 minutes in this film. And for some reason, this whimsical woman that only drinks two drinks at a time, which was another one of my favorite little add-ins, I did really like. And honestly, I think Rachel McAdams is a pretty I was like, I I don't really picture in a lot of comedy roles, but I thought she did this pretty well. Are you kidding me? Rachel McAdams kills it in comedy roles. She's been in Mean Girls. I never really think of her, yeah, Mean Girls, but it's not like she, to me, in Mean Girls, when you're watching her, she is excellent as the character, but she, to me, isn't especially driving the comedy. Do you see what I mean? Fair enough. And she does in this quite a bit. Like, this is a silly role. Like, this is silliness. This is, you know what I mean? Like, we have, uh, She's meeting Will Ferrell halfway. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. think I don't think he's really I don't think he outshines her or anything. Like I think she does a very good job in this role. Oh yeah. Um, but back to Pierce Brosnan. Why? Why would you not be telling your son that you're in? Ba- I, I'd be like, yeah, get get out, okay. And there's also a scene where he comes in, like right at the beginning of the movie, where he's like, guy, like the electricity, okay, like the noise, please. And I'm like, yeah, if you're practicing, why do you need like disco lights and like other? I would be doing that too, especially if I was maybe about to lose my boat. Yes, like maybe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe if I had to sell some real estate to stay like to thrive and to be able to eat, I don't think it's a dick move to come in and be like, could you shut off a couple of lights? There's no way. <laughs> Turn a lamp on, man. Like, what are you what are you guys doing? <laughs> you're you're 45. You're okay, dressed you're as 45. a Viking. Yeah. You're dressed as a Viking. You're you you're a ticketer, okay? You run, you walk around giving people tickets, which is I'm sorry, everyone's least favorite thing, okay? It is. Which honestly, very funny though. <laughs> very funny and like 
they kind of paint all these townspeople as like total dicks. And I kind of get like, they're bullying for sure. But also I'm like, uh, I mean, if you are going to bully somebody in the town, maybe it should be the ticketer. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Who signs up for that job when you live? If you live in a small town, that's got to be the worst fucking job on the planet, man. Oh, you know, everybody. Yeah, like, well, I that's... know that I'm ticketing Dave. Like, that's so... And I get that that's the joke of the movie, and I'm not, like... You know what I mean? I'm not recreating this this fucking concept, but it's just, like... Yeah, of course people are mad at you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's not... It's it's clearly not even enough money for you to move out of your house, so maybe just quit. Well, maybe and you don't like, need this job. <laughs> I'm also thinking just the economics of it. How much are they making off of parking tickets in a small town. Like the whole point of parking tickets is that you penalize people for taking up space because there's not a lot of space. Right. So you, you can't leave your car parked there all the time because that, that people need to come and park. But like, if you're in a small town like that, there's, there's always room to park. Like the idea yes. of paid parking is insane. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. If you're from a small town in Iceland and paid parking is a real thing, I, I will eat my hat. But like, <laughs> oh, yeah. just, I mean, there's infrastructure costs yeah, and stuff. True. I'm that's sure true. there's uh, there's some pay to be to be had. But yeah, but uh, yeah. oh, God, that exchange is just I'm not paying it. <laughs> what do you mean? We know where you live. I'm not. It's like, well, you come in. Are you coming to the party later? It's like, of course. I am. <laughs> it's the only thing to do in this town. <laughs> Play, yeah, yeah, ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, ding dong. That got me. Oh God! Just that—that that is the stand-up performance in my mind. In this is the guy who just oh, yells, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, ding dong." You're like, oh no, man, if I have to tell this balls joke life. one more time, the what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's like in my head. I'm like, if I have to tell this balls joke one more time, I'm gonna blow my fucking head off. And then somebody's like, one I love that. And you're like, well, what? What am I gonna say? I'm not. I'm not famous. I don't. It, the fact that you even know my act, I have to oblige you. You know what I mean? Like, if anybody asks, like, requests that I do a joke in a yeah. set, I I 100% of the time will do the joke. Okay, there's no way I'm not doing the thing you ask, because the fact that you even had the knowledge to ask is such a high compliment that I have to do it. Yes. Oh, you know my art and appreciate it? <laughs> To the point yeah, where you have like, a favorite. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not. We don't have enough clout to be a dick about it. We're not like. I will Sting say though, being like play Roxanne, and we'd be like, no, I've moved on. <laughs> Although this is very clearly not their song. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody yeah. came up to me and was like, "Hey, can you do? Can you do Hot Pockets? <laughs> can you? Can you go up there?" And do the Jim Gaffigan Hot Pockets joke? I'd be like, fuck off. (laughs) Be furious. I guess that's all there is to do in this small town. Music's also (laughs) different than comedy. I don't know why. Yeah, covering is uh, bizarre. um, Although some people do believe that that's how comedy works. There was always It doesn't, if you think that, it does not. There was always somebody, when I started doing comedy in Ottawa, uh, there would always, every, like, once a year, there would be somebody that came out and would do, like, literally, like, like 10 minutes of Chris Rock's material and get off stage. And we would all be like, um, excuse me. <laughs> you, you can't do that. And they were like, Oh, I thought that's what every, like in their mind, they literally thought that's what everybody was doing. That like, wow. we were just picking out jokes. We liked 
and then went on stage and said them. I mean, and that I, would be so easy, though. Oh, yeah. But I was like, <laughs> can you imagine this guy? Is, how, how how blown away this guy must have been to learn that we're all writing our own material. Like, <laughs> Well, and that's that's a crazy part is because, like, if you think about it for a second, it makes no sense. Like you, like, you know that art is... Like, like doing a sculpture. You're not just reproducing Michelangelo's David, right? Uh, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're doing a painting, you're not just like painting the Mona Lisa, right? Uh, I don't think anybody would think that if you said, I'm a painter, that that is what you're doing. You're like, oh yeah, famous works of art and you paint by numbers them. But music is this weird thing where mm. it's like, there exists a thing called a cover band uh, where... They will show up at a party and a wedding, and by God, are they fun. They are great. Uh, but music's the only thing that has that. Yeah, And I don't truly. know why there's that, like, sim- people think that there's that similarity between comedy and music in that sense, but... Mm-hmm. No. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's very different. It's... Uh, no, I don't need to get on another yeah, rant. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> I can, I can feel I can feel the breath of it settling in. I'm yeah. like, no, 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 no. Nah. I'm so ranty to you know what I so ranty to I I uh, got a paper cut on my knee and I'm just like I'm wound up since then. I'm like how I I just like I it was a level of rage I don't think I've reached in a in a long time, man. I would rather I know a lot of people feel this way. I would rather get cut. Like I would literally rather you just cut me. Like I would rather bleed. Then get a paper cut and on, on my knee, man. It's a lo- it's a yeah. long slice. How do you, I oh I saw God. you tweet this out right before we came up. We came to record, and I was like, wonder how this is going to affect the recording today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all amped up. My knees, my knees, dang it, man. I was like, I think, fucking... this, I think this is somewhere going to be between uh, Rebecca just got in last night and. Uh, <laughs> And ten coffee, Rebecca. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Those are uh, those are different vibes. Yeah. And I would agree with your assessment, man. It's the duotang, man. It's the the duotang. The duotang got me. Okay, so this oh. is little, Diana always makes. By fun the way, of me. if you're not Canadian, uh, oh, is that not what they're called? Uh, that's a very Canadian. Um, oh, yeah, dang! Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I. Uh, Diana, one of our producers, Diana from uh, Talk from Superheroes, um, always rips on me for bringing my notes and doing things because because it looks like I'm two years old. I yeah. understand that, um, but I find them very convenient. You can I can remove my pages and then destroy them because that's really the important part after this. That's just, because <laughs> nobody needs to read this, and also I don't need to get arrested. Yeah, we don't so, need a, we don't need a permanent record, some sort of recording of what we're saying or thinking. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine that this is actually the second filter, guys? Like, I, I actually, like, wrote it down and then read it and went, yeah, I can still say it. So, <laughs> if you can get on board with that. Anyway, yeah, man, I had this duotang on the on the coffee table, and I, like, flipped my, you know, you know, like, I just, like, whipped my knee around a little yeah. bit to get up and just sliced myself. 
absolutely furious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> absolutely furious. So uh, for uh, those of you who are not Canadian uh, listening, a duotang is a folder with those two, uh, I, I don't know what you call them, the metal class that you like fold down to keep the sheets in, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else you would call it. Uh, but I do know that it's not called a duotang in other parts what? of the world. Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, your duotang and your Laurentian, Laurentian colored pencils and your... <laughs> Um, yeah man so I think we can all agree Lars is a bit of a dick for I will say teasing or uh, stringing along a secret Um, there is one defense to Mm. that which is there is a running joke that goes all the way through this (laughs) where everyone says your brother your sister and they go no 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 Uh, we're probably not brother and sister and she says, we're definitely not brother and sister. But there's always that question. So what's your take? Because I've, I've got something here, but I want to hear what you have to say about that first. You mean in the sense of like how that would be weird socially to date somebody that people think you're related to? Or are they brother and sister? Oh, I see what you're at. You're saying. No, I don't think. Well, they are technically by the end. Yes. Technically they are, but I think that was, that's the joke is that, is that by this piece of paper, they are technically, and like, it kind of put a little bow on it of like, oh, like, yeah, um, I don't think, I don't think like he is like, they are like blood related Oh. or I think they would have picked maybe a less cute baby. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> they hit you with that hard incest baby right at the end of a nice you know comedy. I mean? Yeah, that's just, like, so this is what we would do. No, no, no. Uh, so I think oh I'm my gonna, god, can you try? Can you imagine trying to cast an ugly? Oh, looking for an, an ugly, ugly baby. <laughs> Perhaps baby something just, that looks unnatural. <laughs> If your baby looks unnatural, please bring your baby to us. Um, ah, fuck it. Just put a smiley face on a sack of potatoes. <laughs> no, like, I do truly believe that the woman that died was his mother. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. So I, uh, okay. Here's my breakdown of it. Oh. So, so I did a bit of a deep dive uh, into, <laughs> uh, so you may not know this, but Iceland uh, uh, has a very unique way of generating last names that is not common in any other Western country. And that is, they do not have a given name. They do not have a family name. So uh, so my last name would not be Faye. Your last name would not be Reeds. Uh, it's always um, who your father or mother was with son or daughter tagged onto the end. So, uh, yeah. so for me, my father's name is William. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would be Craig Williamson. Like, William Song. Oh, I see, yes. Okay. Pierce Brosnan's character, mm-hmm. his name is Eric. The last name... Oh, and name so is... Oh, fuck me. <laughs> of I Lars just saw that. ...is Eric Song. <gasps> and the last name of uh, Sigrid is Eric's daughter. <laughs> At the end, Pierce Brosnan marries Sigrid's mother because mm-hmm. she's the one that always got away. And they also mention uh, some drunk in the bar makes fun of Pierce Brosnan's Eric character because he has slept with half, no, sorry, half the children in the village are probably his. Yeah. 
All right. You really got me with this last name thing. You really got it. I Yeah. Wow. So I did not I mean, clock that nor did I know that. So that So there is also the possibility. I uh, just to if if you were rooting for them to hook up the whole time and this is really disturbing you, there is a possibility that uh Eric was also her father's name. They only have a couple thousand allowed first names in Iceland. Uh less than 2000 actually. So there's a mm-hmm. strong chance that they are, that there is a slight chance that they are not married <laughs> or not related. They're so not 100% siblings, but they are certainly or very likely half siblings. Same father. <laughs> I'm but so, ha- Rebecca looks so disturbed by this. I, I can't. I just, I'm. <laughs> the tone is so different. <laughs> Uh, hey, that's what this podcast is. It's ruining can movies. Somebody, can somebody tweet at Craig and prove him wrong? <laughs> can somebody <laughs> do a deeper dive and just uh, confirm that this is not correct? <laughs> I will say the baby turned out pretty good. The baby turned out really cute. So I think uh, Yeah, I think they cute. were just... <laughs> that kid looks hilarious. He looks like he does not know what the fuck's going on. And I'm like, yeah, of course. If I was a baby on a set, I'd look that way too. Yeah, wearing headphones as people play mm-hmm. Yaya yeah, Ding Dong. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, oh, another point I wanted to make. So right at the end, um, this mm-hmm. is after uh, the long scarf that Lars designed for Secret uh, gets caught in this hamster wheel thing. Quite nearly takes her head off, I would think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a huge disaster. They roll off stage. They finish the thing. Lars is so embarrassed, he leaves. He says, fuck it, I'm going. And this, I think, is the bravest fucking thing. Even in this comedy, I was like, you are so brave for doing this. It is the right thing to do, and it is the brave thing to do, which is secret goes back to the green room where all the other artists are say- sitting and sits down and waits for her votes. I yeah. <laughs> unforgivable that Lars left her. I'm gonna be honest with you. I know this is like a two-hour, like just stupid. You know, it's just it, it, it's just a stupid comedy movie. Whatever. This scene, I don't know if I'm just like I, and I'm for sure emotional lately. I definitely am a. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm hovering. Okay. I'm, definitely wearing where are my emotions on the surface okay this one this scene actually like really got to me man like i i was like this is so sad because the act of somebody you love like literally just putting it all out being like uh this is this is i i not even that that um it's the right thing to do this is this is what I'm asking you to do. This is the only thing I'm asking you to do. I'm like, I'm really putting myself out there. I love you. I respect you. Come in with me and do this with me. Oh, oh, to hear a no on that is like just really. I was like, okay, like you know, here's your. And he just goes back to, to the hotel, packs up, flies back to Iceland. Yeah, just like. Bounces oh. out. Wow. Oh, the fire. This guy, I, and it, honestly, that scene, I was like, everything 
that Alexander has said to you thus far has been true. This guy does not deserve you, okay? He abandons you. He only cares about himself, okay? The only thing that he does maintain is that she's, he he does, he's very encouraging in the sense of uh, reassuring her that she's extremely talented, but she he silences her the whole movie. When she says that uh, she doesn't like something, he disagrees. He doesn't, and it's, and it's, she only, does it for stuff for her. It's not like she cares what he's wearing or what he's doing. She's like, I don't want to wear this costume. I don't want to sing to this beat because it's too busy. This isn't me. And he is on. It's, it's so eye on the prize. He's unresponsive to somebody, to his best friend, to the only person that is supposed to like the only person that constantly defends him that shows up to the uh, police station and tells everybody that they're wrong about him being weird and she still likes him and, you know, guys, you can screw off, essentially. Yeah. You're not going to get anybody better than this person. And he continually, for two hours, shuts this woman down. And then at the end, he has a turnaround. And it's like, oh, well, good. They ended up together. And it's like, well, I only like that for her because that's all she wanted. But... If she had one single doubt in her mind, I would not like this ending. No, I, she should. She should. The the better ending is she absolutely goes off with Alexander, not even romantically, just tours with him. Yeah. You know, clearly this man is internationally famous. Uh, is providing you incredible opportunities that you can't have at your hometown, and like just he was and also clearly would be super chill with you having your thing on the side. Yes. Okay. Because yes. he, he, you know what I mean? He's going to do his thing. You're going to do your thing. You like, know what I mean? The Russian government doesn't kill him. He's he, he's yeah, great. It's great. He's feeling it's, good. It's, it's everything you've ever wanted. Maybe. I don't know. But like, and if you want to go back to your hometown and teach, that's fine too. But like, not Lars. Come Lars on. Lars is a dick. He's a dick too. <laughs> People that help the Americans that help him, he's a super <laughs> I, dick to them. I did very, find that very funny. Oh, oh, hilarious. Okay, but but, but very uh, like as as far as the morality of this situation oh, goes, terrible. Don't make uh, yeah. he's a very bad person. Even after they help him and they get him, they they drop him off at Eurovision. He arrives on time, and he's still like, "Never, never come visit." I fight. I we hate you. We hate you. Do not show up. <laughs> I I found that so funny. As a Canadian, we have let's just admit it. We have a bit of an inferiority complex sometimes because American culture looms so large on our border, and we're like, well, also well, why, because we why we doesn't get everyone it. know Rachel McAdams is Canadian? <laughs> But also we get it like yeah. I don't, like every time I watch an American sitcom, which is most sitcoms, okay, like which is most <laughs> sitcoms that I watch, okay, I would say ninety five percent of the well, no, I watch a lot of I, I would say like somewhere between eighty and ninety percent of the television I watch is American, yeah, okay, and there's always at least a couple of episodes where somebody's gonna say something about Canada, either not knowing anything about Canada yeah. or us being losers. Or we're we're hockey players uh, and ice. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're licking igloos or whatever, right? Which is fine. Like I don't obviously I don't care. Like that's all very funny. But sometimes I really like the reverse. When, of course, with the reverse when you see that this like <laughs> European guy is like fuck you guys. Even though he is again another point. Uh, in order to get to this uh to eurovision on time to get to the finals on time and the only reason why he is late is because of himself 
okay? Um, because he refused to stay for five more minutes to see what happened. <laughs> or okay. turn on a radio or watch yeah, a yeah, TV. Yeah, just like do at anything. At any point in the 24 yeah, hours. Other than yeah. being a man-child that's having a huge tantrum. Um, he, he then endangers the lives of four Americans and then every single other person on the road so he can make it to a song contest that he knows he's not going to win. <laughs> okay. After he abandoned his partner, it's like this guy and this guy's supposed to be like our hero our hero. He also demeans his partner's belief system all the time, which I know is like a running joke. And because it's elves, it's supposed to be funny, but it's actually like, I, I find it's like extremely rude because really? okay. yeah, honestly, because you, this is your best friend, okay? At the very minimum, if not your romantic partner, your best friend, okay? The person you spent all this time with. And you know they have this super firm belief. Like, if I, Craig, if I knew you were, like, a super religious guy, okay? Like, just really religious, you really believed in God, whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? If I was, like, if I knew that saying, you know, Fuck God. Like, if if I knew saying that in front of you really bothered you, I wouldn't say that in front of you. Right. Like, I would just know to check myself. Okay? And this guy does not do that ever. Like, he just completely always tells her she's being ridiculous. And I'm sorry. No, you know what? I'm not going to say that. But the point is, is that it, it's all kind of ridiculous. Well, so, and if, if you know. And are real. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And saves his life. So so he comes you know, around near the end. He does, he, comes, he does come around. He comes around, but really, really only because they save his life in a manner. But I just think it's, uh, it's, another, it's another reason why the advice to leave him is good advice. Yes, which is something that every character, her mother, yes. uh, his dad, Alex... Uh, all of them. Every character mm-hmm. tells her you can do better than this. Move on. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I another element very quickly that I did really like about this movie. It's just a small comedic beat, but the idea of a late ghost, like. <laughs> 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 like the ghost just be yeah. like, you're in trouble. Someone's trying to kill you. He's like, yeah, I know. They're already dead. <laughs> no one, <laughs> he tried to yeah. kill me. It's so funny to me. Yeah, just, that was very good. Oh, God, it was great. Yep. Uh, fuck. Anything else you want to say about uh, a Eurovision Song Contest? No, I think I think Victor's probably, Victor's the most wrong, okay? And he but is, he's also the most right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, 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 Sorry, no. Sorry, continue. No. Uh, I would say, yeah, Victor to me is the most wrong, but if we're talking about, like, who is wrong socially, uh, what's, what's you know what I mean, the, the rest of the movie here, I don't think, I, I think Lars is probably one of the worst people. <laughs> he disrespects yeah. everyone around him constantly, and I could kind of understand why the town doesn't like him. Yeah, and Alexander uh, turns out to be a non-villain whatsoever. Just actually a he, pretty decent guy all the way Mars through Mars rings the emergency bell <laughs> to tell everyone he made it into a competition. He is a prick. And 
<laughs> and Alexander, even at a, I, I wrote this down. I wrote this down. This is like one of the last things he says. Okay. I'm really happy for them. That's the villain. That's what the villain said. I'm really happy for them. Just just to clock who's supposed to be the bad person here. Yeah. Uh, so I think with that, I think we're ready for our definitive rankings of how good the villain is. Uh, what do you got, Rebecca? Okay, so I'm ranking Alexander. Because I think he had the most screen time for me. I was like, yeah. he was kind of the most present guy. Um, so I, I, I'm writing him on the elves scale. Um, so uh, from the Keebler elf uh, to uh, the, who I consider the most sinister and creepy elf, which is Elf on the Shelf. Um, that sh- I don't I don't get that at all. That's gross. I, <laughs> Shut her down. It's not gross, but it's creepy. It creeps me out. I don't like it. I'm gonna give him a Buddy the Elf. Okay. Buddy the elf. He just wants everyone to be happy around him. I don't I don't see any issue. <laughs> like, sure, he's over the top. Sure, he's a little too much. Maybe he doesn't say all the right things. But you know what? He just wants everybody to be happy, and I don't think there's a problem with that. Yeah. And I bet both of them wouldn't have a problem with Will Ferrell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got the... Uh, so I did Victor, um, who... You know, who very <laughs> much blew up a boat. Who blew up a boat uh, <laughs> and tried to strangle somebody with I something he elves, already had prepared. Yeah. Okay. okay by I, the way, I contend that the uh, elves made him do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> until until they switch sides. Yeah. Uh, so I did the uh, because he was saying that it's going to ruin Iceland if if they win, which I think is a legitimate concern. Uh, I did the events that will ruin your community scale. Uh, so from a high school football tournament, uh, where they're, they're going to fuck up some hotel rooms. You know what I mean? They're going to fuck up, like, <laughs> they're going to fuck up some hotel rooms. That's a high school, that's a high school sports tournament there. Uh, all the way that's up good. to the, all the way up to the Olympics, uh, mm-hmm. because just, just fucking Google abandoned Olympic, uh, venues. Oh my God. Uh, don't not, if anybody's listening, uh, never have the Olympics in your city. Uh, <laughs> if any of you have that decision-making power, I don't know. Um, I'm going to give Victor a uh, city council building a stadium to attract a professional football franchise because it's a terrible financial decision, uh, but you're kind of a, looked at as a buzzkill because everyone just wants really cool concerts in town. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's my definitive ranking of how good the oh villain was. Uh, and now, uh, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, a couple ways you guys can help out the podcast. Yeah, as always, uh, please like and subscribe. If you uh, you can always leave us a one sentence review that helps us uh, move up, gets us a, a little more viewership. We always appreciate that. Plus, you guys have been leaving us the cutest ones, and thank you so much for doing that. Uh, really uplifting, love it. Uh, if you want to uh, get at us, send any suggestions in. Uh, you can get at us at VWR Podcast on Twitter. Villain was right on Facebook and uh, villain was right at gmail.com. If you want to send us any of your suggestions, please do that. You guys have been sending us a lot of suggestions lately. We really appreciate that. Uh, it really makes our job easy. So yeah, if yeah, you've yeah. got a suggestion, send it in. Thank you so much. Uh, and as always, uh, you can hit us up on. Yeah. So if you got a couple bucks uh, that you want to uh, help us uh, with the production costs of the podcast, 
Oh, it's, it's, it is very much appreciated. You can head on over to patreon.com slash the villain was right. We have a whole bunch of tiers uh, with a whole bunch of different rewards. We've got early release episodes, so you'll get episodes on Tuesdays rather than Thursdays. We've got, uh, we've got uh, monthly polls where you can decide what audience suggestion uh, we're going to cover on the podcast next month. And uh, our top tier, we absolutely... Uh, we release two bonus episodes every month, uh, exclusive Patreon-only bonus episodes, and all movies that we uh, either won't cover on the podcast because or on the, the regular uh, podcast because the villain was not right, uh, or just uh, uh, any movie where we find the villain kind of interesting or, or dynamic or something like that. Uh, there's two of those a month, and uh, at, this is coming out July 30th, so if you sign up for August, we have, uh, we have got Hamilton and Harley Quinn coming up for August. Uh, Craig's Choice and Rebecca's Choice, so check that yep, out. Craig made me listen to another musical. <laughs> <laughs> he did that it. That was me. <laughs> and also you guys. We had a lot of requests for it. Uh, so you can, as you said, head on over to patreon.com slash the villain was right. And thank you to all the uh, everyone who signed up to be a patron uh, so far this month. Uh, we really appreciate it. You guys are the best. And now it is time for our hero and villain of the week. Uh, yeah. so I'm up. What first. do you got this week, Craig? <laughs> uh, so I just, they're really light. Um, I feel like I've been doing a lot of villains lately, but there has been a lot. <laughs> so these are a couple heroes for me. And these are just people that, uh, I know who are producing a lot of really great content, uh, that is making me laugh a lot. So the first person I want to shout out is Luba Magnus, who has, uh, been on the podcast, uh, twice. She was on our, um, she was on our uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother episode most recently. Uh, and she does a cartoon uh, drawn-up comedy on Instagram, search drawn-up comedy. And it is some of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. If you know me at all, you know I'm a huge sucker for inanimate objects talking with high-pitched voices. And it's so cute. It's so it's good. It's super cute and really funny. And weirdly existential. And Yes. Uh, uh, she recently did... Um, a very funny uh, musical uh, one about gaining weight during COVID. Um, you would like that. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, Kat loved it. She was passing it around. Um, and it was actually voiced by our uh, other podcast uh, uh, guest, uh, Meg McKay. So if you liked any of their stuff on the podcast, check them out. And uh, as well, friend of the podcast, um, if you are familiar with I Hi Bye Lie, our sister podcast, John Blair, uh, who is one of the funniest most talented people i know it's infuriating how funny this guy can be uh but he just recently launched a uh, uh a youtube series uh, a sketch comedy youtube series solo sketch comedy which is i think the hardest thing in the world to do uh and it's called now more than ever and it is so goddamn funny I sat there laughing out loud multiple times. I won't ruin any of the jokes for you because I won't even do them uh, justice. But um, Jesus, the uh, the Doors sketch uh, on the band The Doors is so funny. I love it. It's it's. I highly recommend it. So that's uh, now more than ever. Uh, John Blair, go check it out. They're, those are my heroes. They've been brightening my life. So there we go. Dude, we got to try and get John on here. Yeah, we should. Man, it, it, I love Johnny. So funny, so so funny, and just that that silly comedy. Like I love, I love the silliness. I need more silliness. Yes, um, it's super silly. 
Yeah, that's what I love that. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't oh, watched it yet. But after nice after this, I'm absolutely like I'm gonna watch it tonight. I think. Um, yeah, absolutely. Hit that up, man. Both of those are great recommendations. Uh, for me this week, I have just like a little. I had a run in. And it was the most eventful thing of my week, so that's what I'm going to talk about. I mean, I was tempted to make it uh, do a tanks, but, <laughs> you know, here we are. <laughs> um, I had to run it. I was so mad. So I had to go get um, an ultrasound done recently. Like, nothing major or whatever. I just had to go get something checked out. And... Um, my health card expired in February. Okay, full disclosure. My health card expired in February. And admittedly, that is pre-COVID lockdown. <laughs> okay, it is. I am not a responsible adult. I get it. Okay. But I was under the impression, okay, that the, it still didn't matter. Because you can't get any cards renewed right now. And because I've always been a resident of Ontario, I just didn't think it would be an issue because they extended everything. So I went in and, you know, big lineup, whatever. This place is full, like as full as it can be safely, let's say. Um, and uh, I check in and everything. Nor I think everything's fine. And then this woman starts literally screaming at me from across the room. So like everybody's hearing my business and I'm like, okay, this is So I like get up and walk over to, she's like, excuse me, miss, we have an issue. We have an issue. You have to come back here. We have an issue. And I was like, okay. And I'm like walking across the room and she's like yelling that my health cards expired. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So like, and also I, oh, this is very important. The story Um, for this particular ultrasound, I had to drink two liters of water and (laughs) I have to pee. Like I got, I gotta go. Okay. Like I really, really truly have to pee right now. So this is like an extra layer of like, I am, I can't. There's a time limit on this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like what do you want from me right now? So like go up to the thing and she's like, your health card's expired. And I was like, yeah, I know. I tried to renew it. They told me I couldn't renew it uh, right now. But it should, like, I was like, I've been to the doctor, like, I went to the doctor last week and it was totally fine. Like, I don't know. And she's like, yeah, well, this is a huge issue. So, like, you need to call these. And she gives me, like, a pamphlet. She's like, you need to call them and you need to fix this and you need to call us back with a new number. And I'm like, okay, is my appointment canceled? Like, what's, you know what I mean? Also, she is, by the way, still screaming. I'm right in front of her. Okay, like, she's screaming all of this at me. This woman, and, and to be fair, okay, this woman is a nurse and my heart does go out to her. Okay. Because like, I understand that this has been a really rough time. You're probably working hours. So like, I will give a little allowance to this. Okay. And it would be totally understandable if she was right. <laughs> but <laughs> she is not. Okay. So she gives me this whole thing. She tells me I can still keep my appointment, whatever. I, I, I go get this appointment. By the way, just got to say, just as a just as a side brag, apparently I have a phenomenal bladder. That's what the ultrasound <laughs> woman told me. I just got to tell you. Um, she was like, oh, my God, you are, like, absolutely bursting. And I was like, yeah, I know. I'm great on a road trip. Like, <laughs> yes. Anyway, so <laughs> I don't know why I needed to share that. I just thought it was so funny that she needed to comment on it. She's like, you really, you got something going on here. I was like, oh, yeah. That's how badly we need validation now that we're not seeing it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, girl, I've got a great functioning bladder. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, so I get home and I'm like upset. I'm like, man, this was like, this is a whole thing, right? Because I'm already upset that I even need to go into that. Like, this is all inconveniences I don't want, right? And right now is not the time that you want to be calling Service Ontario, okay? Because lines are full, right? Yeah. And for whatever reason, Service Ontario likes to let you know every 30 seconds that they're all full. And you can call back at any time if you want, or you could go back to our menu if you want to see the other options, which is a fine thing to say, but not if it's every 30 seconds. I know I'm still on hold. I'm still on hold for a reason. You can just play me the shitty elevator music. Thank you very much. I don't understand this extra shit. I get on the horn with this woman. She's like, no, that woman is wrong. She's like, your health card's fine. Your coverage is extended. You can use it like it's not expired. This is absolutely not an issue. I, this was like, I got this ultrasound done like a couple weeks ago. I still don't have my results. I think they might be holding on to them. Wow. I'm like, I, I, and I'm just like, I'm shook. I don't know what to do about it. Cause apparently these people still maintain that I need a new number when I don't need it. So they're my villains. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that during this time, but I'm sorry. <laughs> the, if you if you're stressed out, you should at least know the rules. <laughs> I agree. There we go. So that's my that's my villain. So sorry. <laughs> you're you're feeling guilty soft, about your villain. So, soft villain though. Soft, soft villain. villain. I understand. I, I get it. I kind of get it. Like I I'm not that mad. If I saw this woman again, I'd be like, okay, hey, like <laughs> you know what I mean. We would be chill. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's we would great. be very oh, relaxed man. about I the feel- situation. It's not a problem. If she's listening to this, and she is not, uh, <laughs> we're cool, girl. We're cool. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's been us. Uh, where can uh, people follow you, Craig? What do you got going yeah. on? Uh, you can follow me at uh, Craig Fake Comedy on Facebook or Twitter. Um, you can also check me out on YouTube. Uh, I have a uh, a new uh, video series, Craig Fay Builds a Clock, and it's exactly what the name suggests. Uh, I am building a mechanical clock from scratch. I'm explaining all the physics and mechanics and stuff, and it's kind of fun and funny, hopefully. Uh, so episode three is out now, so you can head on over to YouTube, uh, throw in Craig Fay Builds a Clock, and you should be able to find it. And uh, guys, if you like it, uh, tell your friends about it i guess and maybe like and subscribe there too that'd be really helpful yeah so that's what i got going on yeah and as always you can follow me at rebecca reads at any platform of your choosing twitter's probably best (laughs) i mean you can like my facebook page maybe maybe something will happen there one day let's see (laughs) god i'm bad at the internet man Oh, I'm not good at this shit. Um, Anyway, guys, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Uh, Next week, we're going to be covering Hancock on uh, another Will Smith movie. Let the Will Smith train keep choo-chooing. We're into it. We love it. I'm so excited for Hancock, so you guys can check that out next week. And as always, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you to always trust the elves. The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.